Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast, where we use the love of Christ and faith in his word to navigate Christian living in the 21st century. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms at One Love underscore One Faith. Hey out there, it's Camille from the One Love, One Faith podcast. Hey, lo que mi gente, como están? How is everyone doing? We are heading into March. I am excited for spring. I live in the Midwest and I'm tired of winter. And so I'm so glad that that spring is on its way. And I really hope we've seen the last of snow and ice. I'm just super excited. I know the year is going fast, but I'm still glad that spring is almost here. Guys, I will not delay today. I have a devotional I'm really excited about. It's called God the Silversmith. So today's topic revolves around Malachi 3 verse 3, which partially reads, He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. This was to the tribe of Levi. The Levites were priests, charged with caring for the temple. God was speaking of refining them. He was going to start with the priests. But this refining process is not limited to Malachi. There are references in the Psalms, for example, to being refined like silver. Psalm 12 verse 6 says, And the words of the Lord are flawless like silver purified in a crucible, like gold refined seven times. Psalm 66 verse 10 says, For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. When you understand the process of refining silver, this imagery comes to life in a new way. So we are going to learn about the process of refining silver. Firstly, why is silver refined? The process is done to make the silver metal purer. The purer it is, the more it is worth. The purer it is, the more it is worth. We'll come back to that. Silver goes through quite a process from the mines it is found in. First, it must be removed from the earth or ore in which it is found. This happens by adding sodium cyanide, which dissolves the metals in the ore. Then a powdered zinc product is added along with other metals to create a sludge. This sludge is collected and then refined to separate gold from the silver, for example. Nitric acid is also sometimes used. And then the silver separated during this process is dissolved as silver nitrate and then brought back to a solid form by adding ferrous sulfate. Okay, I know, that was a science lesson, and maybe we didn't understand all of those chemical elements. Nevertheless, just know that it is a very involved process. But when we understand what a silversmith does in order to refine silver, this Bible verse can really come to life. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, he will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. So let's continue. 
a silversmith holds the silver sludge in a fire. Heat is required, and not just any heat. I mean hot heat. The silversmith holds the silver in the middle of the fire in the hottest part. This is necessary because it burns away impurities. Those impurities are called dross, D-R-O-S-S. Dross is the mass of solid impurities or scum floating on the surface of molten metal. The word dross, by definition, means waste, refuse, stuff that's physically left over or useless. This entire process does not destroy the silver. It is a cleaning and purifying process. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? God refining us like silver means that he wants to take the dross out of us. He wants to remove the useless material, the impurities. He wants to remove the hatred, the unrighteousness, the selfishness, the sin. But removing them takes heat. God has to apply heat, even throw us in the fire. And when we're in the fire, boy, do we complain. We do not like being in the hottest part of the fire. But without a hot enough heat, impurities would remain just like silver. Without a hot enough heat, God wouldn't be able to rid you of what he no longer wants to see in you, the things he wants you to let go of. Without some of the trials he allows us to endure, we couldn't be pure for his use. The analogy continues, though. A silversmith must keep his eye on the silver all throughout the process. Why? Why can't he set a timer, walk away, and come back to check on things? I'm glad you asked. Well, if the silver sits too long, it will become damaged. What does that mean to us while being refined by God like silver? The silversmith does not leave. He keeps his eye on the silver the entire time. This means that God, our silversmith, he's right there. That means that his watchful eye sees all. And even while we're going through it, he never leaves our side. He cannot leave us during our purification process. We may feel alone and forsaken, but he is right there. Even when the fire of life burns hot, hotter than you think you can handle, God is there. Yes, he's allowing it to heat up, but he's still right there. And he's going to make sure you aren't there too long and that you don't get damaged. He's going to make sure you don't overheat. He's not going to take his eye off of you. Even when he's silent, even when you can't feel him, even when the heat is un comfortable. He's there. He's in control. And he's waiting to pull you out when the time is right. Not a moment before, but not a moment too late either. And yet, the analogy continues still. Watch this. When exactly is the silver finished refining? How does the silversmith know that he should stop? Good questions you guys are asking. Are you ready for this? The silversmith knows the process has finished when he can see his image in the silver. One Love Nation, God is refining us 
until he can see his image reflected back to him. He causes us to endure the fire so that we can look more like him. This also means that the more and the sooner that we look like Christ, the sooner we can escape the uncomfortable purifying fire. And when we are purified, we are only vessels used to reflect our loving Heavenly Father, a surface cleansed so that a perfect image of God can be seen in us. Remember when we said that silver is refined to make it purer and that the purer it is, the more it is worth? You, One Love Nation, refined and purified. It can only happen with the refining fire, but you, refined and purified, can fulfill your purpose. You, refined and purified, are worth more to the gospel. The refining process is never easy, never comfortable, but it is for our good. If today you are feeling the heat of a refining fire, remember that it is to cleanse you from impurity, that God has his eye on you and will never leave you alone in that fire, and that your purpose is to reflect the image of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the refining fire. We know it's uncomfortable. We know we complain, but we also know that you want to save us and purify us. We know you do it because you love us and want to save us. Thank you for never leaving us. Thank you for watching and knowing how much we can stand. Thank you for being our silversmith. We love you. Amen. One Love Nation, if you face any purifying fires this week, I pray you'll bow your head and thank God for purifying you. Let's get out there and reflect the image of God to everyone we meet. You know where we'll be, same time, same place next week. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you for listening. We love you. Te queremos. Peace. Hey, One Love Nation. Thanks for listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. We love our listeners and we hope you'll join us again next week. Please share the One Love, One Faith podcast and always remember that each day is an opportunity to show his love and grow your faith.